0: This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. Today, we are going to tackle the topic of the Trinity. Of course, this may be too bold of a topic, for me and you may never even hear this episode. But if you are hearing this episode, then it means I have dived right into this. This coming Sunday, June 12th, we are celebrating the feast of the Holy Trinity. So the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Last Sunday was the feast of Pentecost where we celebrated the outpouring the gift of the Holy Spirit that the apostles received, and of course, we too receive by virtue of our baptism and confirmation, we also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Our salvation comes to us because of the Son, the Son Jesus, who the Father sent. And because of Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection, we now have an opportunity to have eternal life with God and all his saints and angels and all who have gone before us to someday be all in heaven with them. Then we have God the Father, who is our creator. He is our creator. Those are the three people of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I'm not tackling this topic all by myself. I want to impose upon St. Hildegard of Benjamin. Who is one of the four women doctors of the church. And I'm going to read to us what Hildegard has to say about the Trinity. I'm going to also write it in the show notes because I'm going to read it slowly, but you do need to chew on this a little bit to to get it. After all, it was written well over a thousand years ago when St. Hildegard was uh, alive. She talks about the fact that The Trinity, divinity, is inseparable, okay? So the three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, are inseparable. And it also remains unchanged forever. This is what she says, is how do we see each of these people as individual people, as individual persons? Because they are. She says the Father is revealed through the Son, and the Son through the beginning of created things, and the Holy Spirit through the incarnate Son. We know that Jesus comes from the Father, and then the Holy Spirit comes through the incarnate Son. Incarnate, made flesh, and we see that throughout the gospel, especially the gospel of John, where Jesus often refers to the fact that he's going to be sending the advocate who's going to help the apostles do his work, spreading the gospel everywhere. So how does this happen? And this is what Hildegard says. Hildegard says, it is the father who before time engendered the son It is the Son through whom all things were created by the Father at the beginning of creation. And it is the Holy Spirit who appeared in the form of a dove at the baptism of the Son of God toward the end of all time. We cannot separate Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are united. They are as united as... Our own body, mind, and spirit are united in ourselves. They are one. And that unity that Hildegard talks about, and of course other great saints and theologians have also talked about, that unity that causes them to be inseparable. When you think about this, it's, it's a hard thing to think about, by all means. But if you th- think about it, more simply. First of all, embracing the fact that the church ahead of time calls it a mystery. And it's not a mystery like a Nancy Drew that we need to solve. That's not it. It's a mystery that can only and will only be understood through the lens of faith. And we have to give our assent to this mystery. And as we grow in our faith, we grow in our understanding. But even if we never grow in our understanding, the more we agree that yes, there is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in the Trinity, and they are inseparable, and they are unified, and they have existed from the beginning of time, and will exist forever, and ever, and ever. That's all we have to do. Our faith will tell us what we need to do about the Trinity. And oftentimes people will say, well, who's your favorite person of the Trinity? That's almost worse than asking a mom, who's your favorite kid? Who's the favorite person of the Trinity? Oh my gosh. Uh, My mom has a great answer when, when we ask her. Now, mind you, we are all adults, very much adults. And we still ask my mom, who's your favorite? And she'll say, my favorite is the one I'm with. The trouble is if she's with all four of us at the same time, what is she supposed to say? it's not about who is your favorite person of the Trinity. It's about this. Who do you turn to? Who do you turn to when you need something? Do you go directly to God the Father? Do you go alongside Jesus? Or do you turn to the Holy Spirit? Now, I will tell you that I go to different people of the Trinity, depending on what I want. I don't know if that's uh theologically correct or not, but it makes sense to me in some way. And I'll tell you how it makes sense to me. God, the father is our creator. When I am thinking or needing assistance in super big pictures of my life, what's next? What are the next steps? What are the plans? What am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to be living? I, I know I have so many questions. Um, I go to God the Father because, look, he created the whole world. He created each one of us. Who knows me better? Who knows the world better? Who knows what the world needs from me better than him? He's my go-to for that. When do I turn to Jesus? When I think about the sacraments and the gift of the sacraments that he instituted here on earth, and most especially, of course, the Eucharist. The Eucharist. When I am receiving communion, when I have when I am in uh, adoration, an adoration chapel, when I am reading the Gospels, constantly turning to Jesus to help me to understand, to help me to grow closer to him, to grow closer to the Father, to illuminate what he wants from me. And then when do I go to the Holy Spirit? Well, I go to the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, probably, I don't know. I'm going to say 10 times a day, but that's probably on a slow day, right? On a busy day, I'm probably going 20, 30 times a day. Holy Spirit, help me, please. What do I say next? What do I do next? Can you lead me to the next situation? Can you enlighten me? Can you give me some wisdom? What's the knowledge I need? How can I be a better wife? How can I, whatever it is, how can I be a better grandmother? How can I be a better Catholic? I I ask the Holy Spirit like those kinds of questions. And I ask for also for him to infuse me more with the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which we've talked about in lots of other episodes. That's the Trinity, right? And then God. When we just say the word God, thank you, God. I love you, God. I need you, God. God. It's all of them, all together. Each have distinct roles, but God can never be separated into three separate pieces. And that's the most important thing to take away when we talk about the Trinity. We're not saying there are three different separate entities here. It's not like there's three apartments in the same building it isn't like that and every analogy that, that we have ever heard every single one of them most likely falls short and that is not a criticism of anyone who gave you that analogy it's it's the crit if, if there's any criticism there it's our own collective limited mind of how we can understand something that We are not necessarily meant to understand, but to embrace and to believe through the eyes and lens of faith. That's the Trinity. I want to read to you uh, from Scripture. This is from John's Gospel, chapter 16. And this is, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he is explaining to them what's going to happen when he is gone. And he says to them, it's a chapter 16, verses 12 to 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. And that's the end of those verses. The Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, is going to guide us. But this Holy Spirit does not speak on his own. He speaks and he declares what's going to come, and he glorifies Jesus. The Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus. He takes everything from Jesus and declares it, tells it to us, right? And then Jesus goes on to say that everything the Father has is mine. So God the Father has given to Jesus everything. Jesus then gives the Holy to the Holy Spirit the way he will be glorified, which is that All that Jesus has will be declared. So there is a line there. Do you see that line of progression, right? We come from the Father to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Because everything that God the Father has is Jesus's. Everything that Jesus knows will be declared to us at the proper time by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit only declares to us what has been given to Jesus from the Father. Nothing more, nothing less. It is the fullness of truth. The Trinity is certainly a mystery. It doesn't mean we shouldn't think about it. It doesn't mean we're not smart enough to figure it out. All it means is that that mystery can truly help us to embrace the truth that God, Father, Son, and Spirit is so much bigger than all of us. Yet, is present with us at all times. I think that's a beautiful thing to think about. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is bigger than us, but present with us, in us, at all times. We need to turn to the Trinity, to all three at the same time, to one, two, three. It doesn't make a difference. Turn to the Trinity or to one of the persons of the Trinity when you are in need and they will be right there for you right there with you and helping you get through whatever it is you need to do for our not lukewarm suggestion this week i'm going to pose that whenever you start wondering just you know what what's the next thing am i doing the right thing how do i react to this person whatever it is just take a pause And before your next decision, before your next move, big or small, and pray the glory be prayer, which if I will drop it in the show notes, but briefly, it's glory be to the Father and to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And amen. I will leave you with that. I hope I have given you something to think about, and I hope that you have a blessed day. And don't forget to always live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.